Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Friday is here. Rejoice. You have almost made it to another weekend. We're going to help hopefully pass you into the weekend a little bit faster than otherwise you would have. I am Clay Travis. He is Buck Sexton. Lots of fun. Lots of uh, intelligent discussion coming your way here on this Friday edition. Let me give you a little bit of a roadmap of where we are headed COVID vaccine mandates are spreading, as we told you they would, all over the country. Philadelphia, New Orleans, San Francisco, L.A., New York City. When will it stop? Things have gotten so wild that the Biden administration is now talking about restricting your ability to travel across state lines If you do not have a vaccine, that's despite the fact that the border is an unmitigated disaster. Speaking of unmitigated disasters, Afghanistan falling faster than anyone could have ever believed. We're having to send in troops to protect the people who are in the embassy there. It is starting to feel like the fall of Saigon there. We may end up having to rescue people helicopter style. Positive story that is out there, the Field of Dreams game absolutely awesome but buck and i have a difference of an opinion a little bit on kevin costner we're gonna have some fun with that uh as we move throughout the show and alex berenson will join us at the top of the second hour of the program to talk about the latest on covid data we are the most honest place for covid discussion really probably just discussion in general in the country today Buck, I'm fired up. I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to roll into the weekend, too, because I'm headed to Florida, which should be a lot of fun, even though I know that uh, our boy Ron DeSantis is under fire in every direction. Are you ready to roll here? I'm I'm ready to roll. I just I want to know, you know, I I asked this question on Twitter. I haven't gotten any any particularly compelling answers yet. What did Ron DeSantis do to Japan? Because Tokyo has reported 5,773 covid cases in the last 24 hours. Their daily cases have topped 10,000 for more than a week. Hospitals are filling up. Thousands infected. Thousands more isolating at home. 
36% of Japan's population fully vaccinated, by the way. So clearly it must be Ron DeSantis' fault. Whatever's happened in Japan or Indonesia or Thailand or anywhere else. They're not wearing their masks hard enough. They weren't, They're not they weren't masking, masking up hard, hard enough. enough. That is absolutely, you know, I've been saying for a while, if you double mask, what is the reason? What is the rationalization for not wearing goggles and or triple masking? And they just get mad at me, but I'm like, I'm sorry. I believe in the science. And by the way, Clay, these mandates that are coming to cities across the country, I got to say, months ago when things were looking a little bit better and some of the red state people were doing that, you know, like you Nashvillians and Tennesseans yes. doing your happy dance of freedom, I had to be that little chirping bird on the shoulder saying, hey, I know I'm in New York. I know the commies run this place and you think it's not your problem, but the commies also run the federal government and they're and not done with us. And Fauciism is has not spreading. been repudiated. Spreading exponentially. Let's play for those of you who have not heard. We talked about the way the show ended yesterday. I thought pretty staggering news about New Orleans coming out and saying, because you think of New Orleans as kind of being the ultimate in fun destination place. And let's be honest, Bourbon Street is not a uh, cleanly or very safe. Anybody who's ever been out in New Orleans not been like, hey, I'm going to go to Mardi Gras. It seems like it's going to be really healthy. Everybody who goes to Mardi Gras comes back sick. Now you can't go to bars and restaurants or potentially to New Orleans Saints games unless you've been vaccinated. Guess what? London Breed, the mayor of San Francisco, of course, you knew it was coming vaccine passports, vaccine mandates to be able to go to restaurants, gyms, everywhere. Here's what she had to say about why she's doing it. Starting August 20th, you will need proof of vaccination in businesses for your customers in high contact areas like bars, restaurants, clubs, theaters, entertainment venues, indoor gyms and fitness and large indoor events with more than a thousand people. I mean, Clay, this this creates the the framework for them to get eventually to everyone's going to have to be vaccinated or deal with in their minds. I'm just saying this is the plan. Yes. Everyone's going to have to submit because otherwise you even if you think you're going to pick places, you don't know. You don't know where you're going to be, where they're going to enforce it, where they're not going to enforce it. You know, you go out for dinner with the family. They don't care about your vaccine status, let's say. But then you want to go get ice cream afterwards. Oh, you need to have your I mean, this is what we're actually facing in major cities across the country. And now you got the Biden administration threatening to come over the top. The airline said they won't require vaccination passports for everybody to fly domestically. But guess what? If the Biden administration, just like with the masks, if they say you have to provide proof of vaccination to fly domestically, now you don't know where you can go. Now you don't. Now you can't fly unless you're vaxxed. And they're going to find other ways, as I keep saying, to turn the screws, man. This this is happening. And I know people don't want to believe it's happening, but it is happening right now. And we're leading the resistance, honestly, because there's very few people out there who even feel comfortable speaking out in an aggressive way. And here is one of many reasons why this is, I think, so dishonest of our government. Fauci is continuing to say that you need to get vaccinated because otherwise the vaccines, now he's starting to say, may not work. Listen to this. This was Fauci. Uh, play cut 17, please. That is a real possibility, Lester. We don't want to frighten the public, but we want to make sure they understand that we have 93 million people in this country who are eligible to be vaccinated who are not vaccinated. If you allow the virus 
to freely, essentially roam through the vulnerable population and infect people, you give it ample opportunity to mutate, which means a person who's unvaccinated is not only putting themselves at risk and their family, but really are putting the community at risk. You're putting everybody at risk, Clay. You're, you're basically a murderer if you don't want to get shots on the government say so for the rest of your life without actually even having to have an explanation about, hey, why does a natural immunity count instead of this? Hey, well, I think that's that, that's the first part of this. It's so dishonest about Fauci. He said 93 million people are unvaccinated and potential spreaders of covid. We know we don't know the exact number because our government has done a poor job of actually oh, they considering don't natural immunity. They, they, they don't, don't want to know, Clay, because that would interfere with the messaging. And right. To, our, to their credit, England has done a good job of looking at natural immunity and vaccinated immunity and has found that around 92% of the English population has either natural or vaccinated immunity. So this 93 million number is dishonest. We know there are tens of millions. You're listening to two of them right now who have already had COVID and currently have COVID antibodies. The other thing here that's so dishonest about that argument that Fauci just made is the variants are highly unlikely to come from countries like the United States where there are lots of vaccinations. They are likely to come from places like India where there is virtually no vaccination at all and there are way more people that are effectively petri dishes to allow these mutations to occur, which is why... The southern border matters so much here, Buck, because we've got the Biden administration floating the idea that they're not going to let you go from, I don't know, Ohio to Michigan or Florida to Georgia or Arizona to uh, to New Mexico. And instead, I hope Arizona and New Mexico border each other, by the way. I think they do. But instead, yeah, they're letting, going, they're letting thousands of people with yes, COVID all across, across the border, the border and not with potentially any- all sorts of issues with COVID variants in, in countries where they're coming from, where there's virtually no vaccinations. Yes. And what you said before about the variants coming from elsewhere in the world, it has been known for a long time that the flu generally emanates out of that the flu variations that come come from China in large part because of the massive number of people, but also the way that uh, human beings in very large numbers interact in very close contact with livestock there. This is how we get avian flu and swine flu, right. and these things come tend to come out of China, but it can come anywhere. I mean, that's this isn't uh, you know a situation where all of a sudden people get very tense about, oh, but why do the viruses? It doesn't matter. The point is, we have a situation right now unfolding that the critics of Fauciism have said is exactly where we would be, which is that this is going to get to a place where they're going to want COVID zero. They're not going to allow for us to get back to normal life, even when deaths are down 75 or 80 percent from the peak, which nationwide right now in the U.S. they are. They're not going to let us get back to uh, to normal life, even when 70 percent of people over whatever the uh, the age is now over 18 are vaccinated. They're not going to let us get back to normal life and they're going to demand the perpetuation of the safetyism Fauciite COVID state, including now vaccines. I mean, Clay, once they get the apparatus and the system in place for people to have to get booster shots, once, guess what, everybody? They're going to say it's preventative. And this has been my fear all along. You're going to have to get your COVID booster every season. And while you're at it, why not get the flu shot too? And whatever else the government's going to get you. And I got to say, 
Anyone who's been making the argument that slippery slopes are real and slippery has just been consistently right here (laughs) in the face of the Fauci-eyed madness. Well, this goes to what now there is finally starting to be a panic, which is the vaccines wear out faster than anybody hoped the vaccines would wear out in terms of their protection. That's the reality. Now, I'm not saying that if you're over 65, you shouldn't go get the vaccine. You should, based on risk profile. But this idea that you were going to get a COVID shot and for a decade you were going to be fine and there were going to be no issues, the breakthrough cases are becoming more and more prevalent. And as those people who got the vaccines in February and March and April, as we move into fall, which is typically cold and flu season, I don't feel very good, Buck, about the idea that there are going to be way less cases as the spreads, remember, Florida. Wait, what are you going to do? But what are you going to do, by the way, when you have to come hang out with me in New York? We got to go out and get steaks. You know, Clay. Clay yeah. is. You know, he likes to stay in in, uh, in beach fighting shape, so he's more of a fillet guy. <laughs> I like the ribeyes. But what what are you going to do when you come to New York? I, I honestly don't know. I, I think it's going to be like prohibition. I'm going like, to sneak you into the restaurant. We're going to pay them no, off. I, th- gonna I think we're going to have to say sports. I think we're going to have to say on the show, Buck. Hey, uh, Clay's up in town. You know, he's the unvaccinated, unwashed uh, loser. You need to slide into our DMs if you have a restaurant uh, that you're a big fan of the Clay and Buck show, which we know there's a lot of people in New York listening. Uh, we got some numbers. We're, we're going to be having we're going to be having burgers out at some uh, out at some Irish pub in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. I get I, I know where this is going to happen. We're going to find a <laughs> we great probably Italian go out place Staten Island in the Bronx, Staten, in Staten Island. Island that's right. Where Manhattan, my friend, you are going to be persona non grata without that shop. But we'll, we'll, let, let's come back into this. And then also, I mean, you, you did a great job teeing up some of the other huge stuff happening we got today. We've show. got Afghanistan. I, I, people are reaching out to me, and they're, they're you know, like, as, as though there's anything that you can really look at this and say other than this is an abject catastrophe. It is it is a a cluster bomb, you could you, say. Y- yes. A you said we heard our conversations bomb. earlier. Yeah. You said there's another cluster word that perfectly personifies this, but we can't say on the radio. But, but look, we, uh, we got to also make sure you're idea. doing everything you can to diversify your portfolio right now. Essentially, protect your assets with all the ups and downs of the market. Market's kind of doing well right now, but it's been choppy and it could turn on a dime. You need to also take into account inflation and what that can do to the value of the dollars in your bank account. That's why I got real gold delivered to my home from the Oxford Gold Group. It was amazing. I just got on the phone with the Oxford Gold Group, told them what I want, got some coins, got some bullion, had it delivered safely and securely right to my home. I'm telling you, when you open it up, it's just, it's amazing when you have that real gold in your hands and then you get to keep it and know you have it and it is a store of value. So if you're thinking about buying gold or if you think it's complicated, call my friends at the Oxford Gold Group right now. They'll explain everything to you. You'll have real gold delivered to your home or you can have real gold as part of your IRA. It's just a phone call away. Call them at 833-404-GOLD and learn how you can have real gold in your IRA or delivered to your door. That's called the Oxford Gold Group at 833-404-GOLD. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years, and in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline. So if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton. We're talking about COVID madness spreading like a plague. New Orleans, this has just come out uh, here in short order. New Orleans. Think of all the cities out there that embrace, I would say, poor life choices. You never come back from New Orleans. I, I think this is being a little harsh. To no, a, to I a, love to New a, Orleans. It's a great town I with amazing New food. But no, it's like Vegas. Nobody leaves New Orleans or Vegas, typically, and thinks, you know what? I'm way healthier leaving this city than I was when I arrived. And I love New Orleans. I've done the doubleheader in New Orleans a lot for going to LSU football games. You go into New Orleans. You make the drive to Baton Rouge. New Orleans is one of my favorite cities. I love Vegas, too, by the way. Yeah, I mean, they don't make you drink until you puke and then go to, you know, like exotic dance clubs afterwards. Like, you could just go to the city, enjoy good Do you know who you're talking to? No, I'm just saying, you know, like, you can... (laughs) If you offer those options to me, it's hard for me to say no, Buck. Uh, Here's what New Orleans now requires. Proof of vaccines or a negative COVID test in order to enter bars and restaurants, music and event spaces, gyms and fitness centers, stadiums and sports complexes, casinos and racetracks, basically in order to go into almost any business. They've left out, I guess, uh, gas stations and grocery stores, but virtually everywhere else you either have to have proof that you got a vaccine 
or a negative COVID test, by the way, from the last 72 hours, which means you're constantly, Clay, like that would mean if you're not vaccinated, you got to get multiple COVID tests a week. They are barring people from participation in public life in this country. That is what they are doing. They are doing it now in the largest city in America. And now many of the dominoes are falling. This is actually happening right now. This is actually where we are. And people need to understand L.A., Give it. I I would even say maybe over the course of the show today, Clay, we'll have an update on L.A. because they're just figuring out how they this is now about the messaging and how they roll these things out. People who go to Stanford University right now. Yes. Grad school students, undergrad have to be same thing at Duke University. I just spoke to someone about this have to be vaccinated and get a weekly COVID test. I know this is completely insane. And I think it's important for us all to remind everybody that if these rules that were now are now being foisted on us, if they made this pitch a year ago, if they said this going into the election, people would have said a lot more people, not all of them. Obviously, there are some lunatic libs with, you know, emotional and psychological problems as a result of covid. Lots of them. But people would have said, Clay, the Democrat Party is completely out of its mind right now. Yes. Like the, the persuadables would have said, "We, there's no way. Come on. You're going to get a vaccine that you tell us is 90% effective. You're going to mandate the vaccine, and you're going to mandate testing weekly for people who have the vaccine. I mean, how much crazier is this going to get? You look at Australia and realize it could get even crazier. This is why we have to stop this nonsense. And we have to. And also, this is super racist, by the way. These cities, which have large black populations and Hispanic populations, they are basically saying to their black and Hispanic populations, you can't go to a restaurant, you can't go to a uh, sports bar, you can't go to a sports venue. This is this is madness on you, an well, epic You know what the level. percentages, Clay, of black New Yorkers, where we already have the mandate going into effect yes. next week, as I've been telling you all, I got no choice because I got to go to a wedding. So this is the That's world right. that we live in now. 18 to 44 years old, black uh, black New Yorkers, 28% of them vaccinated. 28%. So you're telling 72% right now of black New Yorkers, you can't go to a restaurant, you can't go to a gym. I mean, this is a real deal that nobody's talking about. I'm telling you this, by the way. If you're with AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, you're paying too much for your cell service. Pure Talk, exact same network, exact same towers as one of those big carriers, but for a heck of a lot less. In fact, saves the average family over $800 a year. My own son finally got his phone. He has an iPhone 12 with the Pure Talk network. He loves it. Unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data, all for just $30 a month. If you go over for data, they don't charge you for it. How do you save money? Right now, grab your phones. Dial pound 250 and say Pure Talk, and you save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250, say Pure Talk, and you have the option to receive a one-time auto-dialed text message from Pure Talk. Save up to $800 a year. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. This is Buck, and I come bearing more bad news out of Afghanistan. It is falling so rapidly that even people who were expecting all along the Taliban would once again seize power in this country are staring with their their eyes wide open, their jaws hitting the ground as they see how quickly the Afghan National Security Forces are folding. 
And now we're at the point where the Biden administration is having to do PR stunts, trying to figure out a way to convince people that this isn't the fall of Saigon all over again, or this isn't a a very rapid evacuation. Here's what's going on in terms of, of cities that have been lost. Well, actually, it's much easier to tell you what cities in Afghanistan have not been lost yet. As of now, the central government still controls uh, the capital, Kabul, Jalalabad, and Mazari Sharif. That is, in terms of major cities in the entire nation of Afghanistan, pretty much the sum total of it. Lashkar Gah, the capital of Helmand province, which British and U.S. troops fought fiercely to keep out of Taliban hands for years, gone firmly in Taliban hands. Kandahar, the heart city, if you will, the central city for the Taliban stretching back for a long time that we took back and kept out of their hands for 20 years, gone. Ghazni, Saripol, Kunduz, Talikan, Herat. All falling to the Taliban in a matter of weeks. This is an army that we trained. This is a military that worked alongside our own, not for a few months or even a few years, for decades. Tens of billions of dollars of military equipment just given to the Afghan National Security Forces. And now elders all over the country in villages that have not yet been taken are looking to negotiate if they're on the edge of the Taliban blitzkrieg that has now turned into a rout. It was quite an offensive, and now it is a massive retreat for the other side. That's what we're seeing happen. If this were happening under Trump's time in office, I can assure you it would be blasted as the primary headline, the major story across CNN, the New York Times, and it would be firmly on Trump's doorstep. It would be his fault, they would say. But with Biden, we get something else going on here. Here is State Department spokesperson Ned Price. Now, he works for the administration, I know. We'll get into the press part of it in a second. Trying to tell you, Baghdad Bob style, don't believe your lying eyes. This is not abandonment. This is not an evacuation. Uh, this is not the wholesale withdrawal. What this is, uh, is a reduction in the size of our civilian footprint. This is a drawdown of civilian uh, Americans. They are evacuating the embassy, Clay. They're just doing it in phases. We're not idiots. We see what's happening. 3,000 soldiers to help preserve the safety of the remaining American uh, citizens that we still have in Afghanistan because they don't want to have another Benghazi occur. They're trying. I mean, it, 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 when you're in rough spot, when you're trying to pull all of your forces out, but in order to pull all of your forces out, you have to send more forces in to allow that to occur. This is starting to look like Saigon. Like I, I feel as if we're going to see helicopters taking off with people at the last minute as the Taliban uh, takes over. Probably our own embassy. We've spent, and this is just. Regardless of your background and whether you've paid a lot of attention to Afghanistan, we have spent a trillion dollars and the entire country is going to be as if we were never there before we even officially leave the country. This is happening. I mean, for people out there who are wondering, this is far in excess, worse of a collapse of the Afghan government than even the worst forecast could have ever predicted. Clay, when I was in Afghanistan a decade ago, and I was living there for months on end, 
every person that I knew who understood that country, if you would ask them, I mean, all the people that had a good top level view, if you would ask them, especially the guys who, you know, you talk to a non non commission officer who's on his fifth tour in Afghan. Now some of them are on their 10th tour, their 12th tour. You talk and more than that, even for some you ask any NCO what's going to happen in this country the moment we go. You know what they would have said? Just a question when the Taliban takes over. I, this yep. is what I heard across the board a decade ago. So so I bring this up because look at the military industrial complex and what has happened in this country and the narrative around Afghanistan for years and years now. Not only is this one of the biggest intelligence failures since 9-11? I think you could argue since 9-11, the biggest intelligence failure that we've seen, although ISIS's rise in Iraq was also pretty catastrophic and surprised the Obama administration. How is it possible that this wasn't known in advance as the reality and therefore preparations were taken against it from our massive footprint in the country stretching back for years, all the surveillance, all the intelligence assets, the military, the d- diplomatic assets. I would argue it is because the people at the very top, Clay, not the NCOs that are actually doing the, the war fighting day to day, as well as the, you know, uh, the uh, officers and the enlisted, um, the people that were trying to get on CNN when they came back and be contributors, just being honest with you, they always came with the same story. We figured it out this time. We're making progress. We figured it out. We're making progress. That just wasn't true. How about all the generals that have been testifying about critical race theory and their reading lists inside of the military? Maybe they could have focused a little bit more on Afghanistan intelligence instead of worrying about what books they were telling the enlisted to be reading. This is I think an abject failure, and we talked about this a couple days ago. I think the only way, and again, hindsight is often twenty twenty, but the only way we really could have left Afghanistan and declared a victory for purposes of the narrative was right after we got Osama bin Laden. Right? Otherwise, what do you? What's your choice? Your you nation building. You're, you're propping up a a shaky at best government that was essentially installed with U.S. and international mentorship, but that's what you're your nation building. And you're going to have to leave troops in Afghanistan forever to prevent this from happening. So what have we actually accomplished in Afghanistan after spending a trillion dollars and 20 years? Not to Can I give you the, the neocon answer, lives? by the way, just so we don't leave it? Because there are people that are making this case. I, I obviously think it's wrong. But yes. the, the neocon answer to your question, what do we accomplish? They'll say we denied a safe haven to Al Qaeda. And I think the response that one should have to that is Al-Qaeda has been operating with relative safe havens in Yemen, in Nigeria, in, uh, well, depending if we're talking about ISIS or Al-Qaeda specifically, but in Somalia, in the Sinai Peninsula of Egypt. There are all these different places. I mean, plotting a mass casualty terrorist attack against the U.S. does not actually necessitate operating open-air training camps with thousands and thousands of jihadis going through them. It's just some guys with a really diabolical and evil plan and you know al-qaeda funding them and telling them to go for it i mean it, it so i i don't think that the answer clay to your question is compelling i think we should though address that's what they'll say we didn't have another 9-11 we did have a lot of terrorist attacks however that's that's often and left also out of this by well. the way the answer could be we might have another 9-11 now because we're giving back over afghanistan in theory to the terrorist elements that allowed 9-11 to occur the last well, time. I don't know if you saw Jen Psaki, though, really slapped down the Taliban by telling them 
that they need to think long and hard about what kind of <laughs> yeah, role they want to play in the international community. You know, NATO's going like to be really upset. Jen at the Psaki Taliban. is going to take all the cupcakes away from the Taliban unless they play nice with everybody. I was, I was like this, but Clay, again, if this were not Biden, who, as you say, weekend at Bernie style, is so propped up by the media and the Democrat apparatus around him, if we were living in a world where people who worked in the information dissemination field really cared about honesty and integrity, they would say, this is a catastrophe. It is being handled horribly, and it is happening on Biden's watch at his direction as commander-in-chief, and he should pay a political price for this. People should understand our disastrous border, our disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, our disastrous murder rates in major U.S. cities from defund the police. This comes from the regime in charge. This is all happening because of the Democrats that are calling the shots. We got to remind everybody. And he's also not solving COVID at all. In fact, things are getting worse. By the way, 500, we're talking about 9-11. This is a group that is doing their best to make us never forget. Right now, there's a 500-mile journey underway through six states, 42 days to honor the 9-11 fallen is underway. Frank Siller from the Tunnel to Towers Foundation laid a wreath at the Pentagon and started toward Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Along the route, he's joined by 9-11 families, veterans, first responders, and the foundation's program recipients. Parades are planned in several cities to honor the fallen and the community's local heroes. And on the morning of 9-11, Frank will be retracing his baby brother Stephen's footsteps 20 years later walking from the tunnel into downtown manhattan to where the tower stood his brother was one of the 343 members of the fire department of the city of new york who died that day 2977 people were killed so many more have died from 9-11 related illnesses since then september 12th the foundation is reading their names out loud another ceremony is planned for veterans day they're going to read aloud those lost the names of those lost in the war on terror Help America keep its promise to never forget. Honor our heroes by donating $11 a month. Just $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Buble's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two 
This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years, and in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline. So if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey! Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. This is Buck here with my man Clay, and we're going to be hanging out in uh, Nashville together. So that's going to be fun. Next week, I'll be uh, I'll be in Nashville with Clay. I'm going to make him take me to one of our favorite local Nashville barbecue joints. So, you know, we take him here in New York. He takes me there in Nashville. Open Line Friday is underway. 800-282-2882. That's 800-282-2882. Let's Get to oh, and just a reminder: we got Alex Berenson coming up in a few minutes. We'll talk to him. Where are we with the vax effectiveness mandates, boosters, all that stuff? And then the uh, the border, some border truth that slipped out because the DHS secretary said some things that got picked up that he didn't really want people to know about. Some leaked audio, but let's get to a uh, Kevin in Minneapolis, Minnesota. What's up, Kevin? Not much, guys. You know, almost always when something nefarious is going on. All you have to do is follow the money and stand, see who stands to benefit from it. Um, in the last few months, we've been hearing in the news how the uh, the three pharmaceutical company stocks have, is going through the roof. I want to know which members of Congress bought the stock, how much they bought, how much they've made. I want to I want to know how much old Scratch and Sniff Joe and Dr. Jill invested in those pharmaceutical companies. Schumer, uh, McConnell, Pelosi. I want to know Bill Gates. I want to know how much money you invested, how much stock you bought, how much you've made, because there's, look, there's no rational reason to be shoving this vaccine so hard. So thanks, for the, thanks for the call. Look, I, I think, and this has been my position for a long time pre-vaccine, I think if you are a senator or you're a congressman, certainly if you're the president or anybody of that ilk, magnitude, part of the executive branch at a high level, you should put all of your uh, all of your money in index funds, right? Like the idea of buying individual stocks, I think just creates the appearance of impropriety in a big way, Buck. So I've always been of the opinion because questions like those are very valid and they also tie into what has often been a big part of, uh, of faith in government is not only impropriety, Buck, it's the appearance of impropriety. So when you're buying or selling individual stocks, as you know, they have the right to do now. I, I just don't think that's a smart move. You know, there used to be an exception figure. to insider trading for members of Congress. Yeah, that, that right. which was appalling. And then people found yes. it out, and they said they were going to get rid of it. They 
it's a there's a little more accountability, but it's still a bit watered down. Whereas if you work in like the financial services sector and you you know make any mistake, you get fired, you get ruined. I mean, there's all yeah, these no doubt restrictions on it. So Dobbs in New Orleans wants to tell us about what's going on in what is one of my and Clay's favorite cities. What's up, Dobbs? Hey guys, just wanted to quickly chime in. Um, obviously, Orleans Parish is sixty percent African American. Uh, less than half of that population is um, vaccinated. Uh, not only are these people not allowed to go into restaurants, but it's going to really do damage on trying to get people to come back to work. Uh, That's a great you know, point. There, there are, you know, um, people are, yeah, restaurants are closed for a lot of days because they can't get employees back to work. And so now uh, stores and, um, and restaurants have to continue to shut down. And this is after the fact that so many folks have lost all the money that they were going to make with a canceled jazz fest. Thank you for the call. That's a great point that I hadn't even contemplated, Buck, uh, from Dobbs down in New Orleans, is in addition to the fact that they have to have people checking the vaccine status and or negative test status of people who might be coming to a restaurant or bar, for instance, they also theoretically can't hire people because so few people have gotten the vaccine as well. So you're losing out the small business person is on both sides of the equation there. Absolutely, Clay. This is why this whole process as it plays out across the country I mean, this is madness. I mean, this is going to have really serious ramifications and implications that I think the people in charge, I, I, I'd i like to almost think that they're not thinking through, but I think they just don't care. They just want to control. That doesn't matter to them what the damage is. David in Massachusetts, what do you got? I just wanted to say what's going to happen in uh, Afghanistan is going to, it's going to, it's gonna it's gonna be the same exact thing that happened in Syria and Iraq and out it's gonna be Biden's ISIS rise, whoever it is, Al Qaeda, this, that, the other, Taliban. They all knew that this was gonna end gonna happen. Everybody in the military, every politician, everybody knew that this was gonna happen. And what what the Taliban is doing and what they're going to do is just gonna make I right, David, David appreciate it. We're cutting off a little bit there, but, yeah. but Clay, I just on this point, this is the part of it that you know, for everyone who's saying it's and look, uh, Trump wanted to pull out Republicans that I know feel like we've been there long enough. I mean, a lot of people in the conservative base feel like we've been there. Long. So it's not just now managing the withdrawal and making it a just a complete and utter. I can't even say what on the air. But, yeah. You know, think of the words a complete debacle. That's something that the Obama that the sorry, the Biden administration, Obama's third term, basically, that's on them. But. If they come back in and they create a terrorist safe haven there, we're going to have some some really tough choices in the years ahead. Is it going to happen? <sighs> That's that. No, no one really knows right now, Clay. But the way it's certainly look, more likely now than it was yes. last year. And, this, and it's this going this to be more likely cl- next year than it is now. If you were a global jihadist in the last few years, remember how Trump uh, destroyed the whole ISIS caliphate in Raqqa, rolled into Syria, yes. sent our troops in, unleashed our incredible military to go after them in a way that finally went for the jugular of ISIS. Jihad's been quiet for a while, friends, but the global jihad may have quite a rallying cry into the collapsed vacuum hellhole that is Afghanistan. We'll come back to this story later on. Clay, I know we got Alex Berenson. We're gonna we're gonna push the tough and interesting questions his way about vaccines. No doubt. There are really alarming signs and data coming out of Israel. People who are fully vaccinated having major issues in Israeli hospitals. What is going on there? 
And should we consider Israel to be a direction that America is likely to head? We're going to have that conversation. You probably won't hear anywhere else. It's next. Thanks for hanging with us on Great Friday. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.